176 Stash House Podcast, your boy Tyler checking in. First time listeners, thank y'all for tuning in. If you tune in weekly, salute, and just an episode. Saw some topics you may want to hear about, salute to you as well. Like, share, subscribe, retweet, whatever you do to help support the podcast. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, different streaming services, man, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor App. Shout out to my YouTube viewers. Make sure you guys subscribe, leave comments, leave reviews, all that good stuff. Greatly, greatly appreciate it. Hope everyone had a great week, man. A great weekend. Enjoy yourself. Stay safe if you kept it in the crib because it's too hot or it's been raining. Salute to you as well. Uh, good to be back, man. Had a trip with the fellas. A quick little powwow in and out in Vegas last weekend, man. Greatly, greatly enjoyed it. Shout out to my fellas, man. AJ, Steven, Jahari. We had a great, great time. Uh, it was my boy Steven. My boy Steven bachelor party weekend, so we definitely enjoyed it. All right, so wrestling. Uh, <laughs> all right, so this thing, right? <laughs> all right, we're wrestling, right? <laughs> Vince McMahon. <laughs> Vince McMahon announced his retirement. <laughs> all right, on a serious note, all right, so this is, this is why I'm laughing, right? All right, my boy Steve, it was his bachelor party weekend. He was in Vegas. It was my first time in Vegas. I enjoyed it. And Steve was like, Tyler. He told me at Asia, he was like, hey, man, don't say too much. It ain't like nothing crazy. It ain't like we were swinging from the fucking MGM Grand or nothing like that. But we enjoyed it. But, Steven, I, I'm going to give a quick run. I ain't going to do the whole, you know what I'm saying, did boom, 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 boom. I'm going to give a quick run. That's just from my experience because it was my first time in Vegas. So I know Vegas is the hot spot. It's always going to be the hot spot. I don't care how many people you see on your timeline going to Vegas. I see why they go to Vegas now. You know, it was like months and months. I was like, damn, everybody going to damn Vegas. Why is everybody going? I get it. It's Vegas, but I'm like, damn, I get it now. Vegas, like Vegas, going to Vegas, going to Puerto Rico, it's one thing when you just like, all right, I'm going to enjoy myself. It's another thing when you can enjoy yourself and really let your hair down, enjoy yourself, don't got to worry about seeing. Even if you do see familiar faces, it's like whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I see why people go to Vegas. It's definitely not my last time going to Vegas. So. I'm going to just give y'all a quick review, give y'all some tips on things I figured out while in Vegas, and you know what I'm saying, maybe this could help somebody else who's going to Vegas, planning on going to Vegas, so this is what I'm going to do for that. So, we spent about four, yeah, about four days in Vegas. We got there Thursday night, Thursday evening. We left Monday. Uh, one thing I can say off rip, the first thing that come to my mind when anybody asked me about it, when I got back to work, Friends, when they ask me about Vegas, I'll say this. That time difference ain't no hoe. Like, that time difference, that three-hour time difference, that it ain't no hoe. Compare it with uh, getting there, meaning, like, your flight. Because the flight from Atlanta, me, I had a straight flight from Atlanta to Vegas. And that, that was, like, four hours. And the other guys, they had layovers. So, when you get to that first night, man, just make sure if you want to do something that first day, just definitely make sure your flight and all that coincides with when you check into your Airbnb or your hotel because that three-hour difference, man, it go hit you. And it did hit us multiple times, you know what I'm saying? But like I said, I had a great time, man. We had to finesse. Shout out my boy Steven. He had a great lineup of things to do. But most importantly, man, that party pass, that Las Vegas party pass, that's the ultimate cheat code for anybody who's going to Vegas. It ain't just nightclubs. It's day parties, pool parties, all that. 
And for my Uber, my uh, one of my Uber drivers, he told me he like, yo, y'all came on a good weekend because the NBA summer league, cause one is Vegas, off, off rip is Vegas, so you know what I'm saying. Got Vegas, the NBA summer league was in town, Playboy was in town. Uh, he told me a whole bunch of things that's going on. I'm like, damn, I feel like we've been to like <laughs> three of those, three or four of those things already. He like, yeah, y'all came on a good weekend. So with the party pass, man. For 120, about 120, about 122, 124 in tax, you get access to like five or six nightclubs, day clubs, pool parties, all that. And then when you buy it, they give you like a good lineup of things to do, but you have access to all these clubs. So you can go to this place Saturday night, and if it ain't really your vibe, you can be like, all right, well, we could still check out this other club we get in, you know what I'm saying, whatever, the party pass. And when I say this party pass, it's the ultimate finesse. And y'all know I ain't really the nightclub guy or really the – I go out, but I ain't the guy to be like, man, if I don't got the hookup, I ain't going. Like, I'll sit in line. If somebody come around and say, hey, we got a, we got a skip line over here, I'll do the skip line. But in Vegas, I wasn't trying to – you like, damn, man, how much these clubs, how much these clubs. So with the party pass, you skip all that. And when I say you skip the whole line, you skip the whole line. Like, I felt kind of bad. I was, we were walking through the line. I'm like, damn, the line kind of long. And the thing about these clubs, it ain't like no straight line, pay admission, walk in. These lines going around the, around the curve, around everywhere. So I'm like, yo, we skipping all these folks. With this. And, like, it, it's like an unwritten rule. It's like – Wait a minute, y'all don't know about the party pass? Like you go like you go to like the elevators and people who got the party pass, they're like, yo, this the cheat code right here, man. This the cheat code, this party pass. And we like, shit, we see. So if you're going to Vegas, if you're going to Vegas regardless, I'll say get that party pass. You know what I'm saying? Cause you can do something in the daytime or the nighttime, both, like we did. So the party pass, the ultimate finesse. Like I said, you get access to like five or six clubs, so for somebody who's going for their bachelor weekend, Steven definitely looked out on that part. So I got to salute him on that. That Friday, pool party, Playboy, that shit was amazing, man. I was drunk early. Like, I was probably drunk within, like, the first hour, 32 hours, them damn cocktails. And that's another thing, man. Vegas expect to pay. That food overpriced, those drinks overpriced. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's Vegas. Like, I heard it before. Like, yo, the food, the drinks. But, yeah, they overpriced. <laughs> they are overpriced. But... You know what I'm saying? You're paying for the experience, so, you know, take that as you will. But that pool party Friday, I definitely was drunk early. By the time Suave Mente came on and the Playboy, like Playboy had a bikini contest and all that, I was lit. So when AJ said, hey, he about to leave early, I said, hey, bro, I'm about to roll with you because if I stay here any longer, who knows what's about to happen. So that happened um, early Friday. Saturday night, we went to see, went to Marquee, one of the clubs that, no, it was Hakkasan we went to Friday. Hakkasan was one of the clubs you get access to with the party pass. Um, and Pusha T was there that night. And it wasn't like no Pusha T came at 3, 4 in the morning, Vegas time. He came like at 1 o'clock. So that was dope. But I got a story to tell with that, right? So like I said, Friday, I was lit all day. I took a nap and everything, but when I woke up, got right back to it. So... The club we went to Friday was at the MGM Grand, right? So I was like, all right. I see some food. i like, all right, bet. I'm going to put some on my stomach, and then I'm going to get to it. So when we got to the club with the party pass, we got to the, the the line for the party pass. Like I said, that's the ultimate finesse. You know, it's the ultimate finesse. And, fellas, going to Vegas, fellas, bring at least three. 
Yeah, about two, three pair of collar shirts and dress pants and dress shoes. Cause they don't play about them. Uh, they don't play about the dress code. You saw multiple dudes, a whole entourage, all the jury in the world. They got to that line, the general admission line. We saw them boys. Hey man, you don't got no collar shirt on. You can't get in. <laughs> like I don't care if it's. You it could be a polo. It could be a, just a plain collar shirt. It could be buttoned up. Uh, short sleeve, long sleeve, as long as it got a collar on it, you good. But them boys, man, they come with these different shirts on and all these gold links and all this shit. And we see them walking. We like, oh, bro, you ain't about to get in. Your girl about to get in. Her and her friends about to get in because they dressed appropriately. But, fam, you don't got no collar shirt on. You ain't getting in. So we saw that. So, fellas, definitely bring some collar shirts. You know what I'm saying? So we in the party line, the uh, party pass line. And the woman coming around scanning the barcode and all that. So I asked her. I said, hey, ma'am, they sell food in here because <laughs> it's a club. So I'm thinking, you know, they got appetizers, little bites or something. And she's like, yeah, they got food in here. So I'm like, all right, bet. And for some odd reason, I just had on my mind, I'm about to get some cheese sticks. I didn't know they had cheese sticks. I was just going to ask for some cheese sticks. I had my heart set. I still, as I'm recording, have my heart set on some cheese sticks. So probably when I leave here, I'm going to go get some cheese sticks from somewhere. But <laughs> she's like, yeah, we got food. So I'm like, bet, bet. Fast forward, Pusha T on stage, he killing it. I found me a good spot at the club, so I probably had like a drink or two because I found like a good spot to just watch. I had a good spot, so I like, damn, I can't fuck with the bar like that. So while we watching Pusha T, this guy who worked there came around picking up, you know, the empty cans and all that. So I asked him, I said, hey, bro, um, y'all got food in here? He like, no, nah, man, we don't got food in here. I like, all right. So I said, I know damn what that lady, <laughs> that lady outside just told me they got food. So I wasn't tripping. So why would he said that? I told Steve, I said, hey, bro, I'm going to probably catch you back at the crib. I'm about to go find something to eat. You know what I'm saying? So I'm leaving out. And like I said, these clubs, ain't just no walk in, walk out type of thing. You got to go through a damn maze damn near to get out of these clubs. And like I said, I don't know how many floors the MGM got, but I feel like we were walking down those stairs forever to leave out the club. So, walking down the stairs, finally get to the exit, and I asked another guy who was out there working. I said, hey, man, they got any food places around here? He like, yeah, but I don't know they still open. So, for my YouTube viewers, <laughs> my YouTube viewers, right, this is where he's at. I said, hey, man, do y'all have, is there any place in here I can get some food? He said, nah, bruh. He said, yeah, but I don't know if they open. So I said, all right. As soon as I turn my head to the left, it's a big sign that say pizzeria. I'm like, I look back. I said, bro, you could have told me it's a damn pizzeria right here, dead, wide open, lying and everything. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So I went in line, got that pizza, and that night turned out great. Saturday, I was on my tour shit, went to the strip, got some food, went to Fat Tuesday, did all that, saw the fountain. I just did straight tour shit Saturday. And uh, we planned on going to Marquee Saturday night, but uh, it was DJ Mustard and Bia, another Playboy party. We went to like four or five Playboy parties too, by the way. Um, but a power nap turned into a night of sleep. And like uh, supposedly between the hours of 1 a.m. and 1.30 a.m., everybody woke up individually throughout that time and checked on everybody because everybody, I think everybody woke up late. It was like, oh, shit, them boys probably gone to the club without me. And we checked on everybody's room, and everybody was asleep. So we like, shit, fuck it, going back to sleep. Because we could have made that move, but I had to get up. One, the bed felt too good to get up. So the bed felt good. I needed to rest. Um, it was 1.30, so we could have made that move. But I like, I got to get up. I got to dig through my suitcase to find some clothes. 
The Uber ride, I might fall asleep in there, depending on how comfortable, how good of a vibe they got going on. So I'm like, uh, I could because I got the party pass. I'm going to skip the line anyway. But I was like, uh, Sunday, we got a lot of things to do Sunday. So let me get my rest up for Sunday. So Saturday was pretty chill in terms of nightlife. But like I said, during, throughout the day, uh, we did tourist shit. And in my opinion, man, the temperature wasn't bad. Like, I saw the temperature like 107, but it didn't feel like 107. Compared to Alabama, Georgia weather, I'll take their 99 compared to our 99 any day. Now, I don't know if it was just the weekend we was there or what, but that temperature wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, me personally. Like, I was walking around the strip, the Fat Tuesday, you know what I'm saying, drinking everything. If I was doing that down here, I would have been pouring with sweat. But there, I was sweating because I think it was my hair, but – I wasn't drenched in soap like I would be in Alabama and Georgia. Cause that's a different type of heat they got up there. But that heat wasn't bad at all up there. I will say that as well. But Sunday, man, Sunday, pool party, ludicrous. And I got <laughs> I got a story to tell y'all about that pool party, man. And I don't know if I should say it, but damn it, I'll say it. So we had the pool party, right? I got there before everybody. So by the time everybody got there, I'm like two beers in, two I got a, had a Patron and lemonade. I had a Patron and pineapple. By the time them boys showed up, I was feeling good. You know what I'm saying? And then when they got there, they had a picture of uh, mango rum, uh, something. I think mango rum, something like that they had. So I was like, hey, when we get done with this, let me know. I'll go get another picture. So we were feeling good at the pool party. That shit was thick. It was a beautiful pool party, man. I, you know, I ain't the pool party type of guy, but those pool parties in Vegas, I'll take them any weekend. So we had the pool party. And uh, it was this woman I saw earlier. And when they got there, I told her, I said, hey, man, it's this woman with these cheetah prints, man. When y'all see her, let me know. So uh, we just chilling, and she walked by again, and they didn't say nothing. So I was like, damn, maybe she just something I find attractive and nobody else do. So I, I ain't say nothing because I was like, damn, they don't see that cheetah print right now. I was like, damn. So she in front of us, and Jahar, <laughs> Jahar was like, Oh man, I just caught what you said about the cheetah print. I said, yeah. He's like, I thought you were talking about the bathing suit. I said, nah, man, the tattoos. So her and her friends, they walked by again. And I don't know how, but them boys, they stopped them. They were like, hey, what's, what's up with y'all? Like, they just stopped them. So they just, you know, everybody, it's, it's Vegas, so everybody communicating, whatever, whatever. So the chick with the cheetah print, she just sent her. And I told her friend, I said, hey, get her. So she came. And, uh, I was like, uh, What's your name? Keep in mind, I look. I saw this chick the whole time they was over there. I saw her. So she ain't talked to Steven, Jahari, AJ. She ain't talked to nobody. I said, hey, what's your name? She like, Tyler. I said, what? She said, Tyler. I said, what? <laughs> she said, no, my name is Tyler. I said, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I said, get the fuck out of here. My name is Tyler, too. She like, for real? I was like, bruh, I told Jahari. I tapped Jahari. And I told the girl, I said, hey, tell me your name. <laughs> and Jahari looked like, bro, why you tell her? I said, bro, I said, tell him your name. She's like, my name is Tyler. He was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh, all right. I'm about to trick on you. <laughs> I said, oh, yeah, I'm about to. What do you want, what do you want to drink, ma'am? <laughs> what do you want to drink? So she was like, I think I'm about to go. And I was like, why you about, I'm like, what? I'm like, Ludacris just got off stage. Low key as hell, too. Ludacris, he killed that shit, and he just quietly left. Like, it was like, 
you thought you was hearing Ludacris, then all of a sudden you was like, wait a minute, the fuck Ludacris went? And it's like, oh, damn, he dipped out. So this shit is jumping. She's like, I'm about to go. I'm like, why you about to go? Long story short, she didn't like the ethnicity in the party. I'm like, man, you're not helping by leaving because she like a red bone and everything. I'm like, you're not helping by leaving. What you mean? I was like, I was like, all right, what up? I'm mad because I actually could have got her Instagram or something, though. But that shit just took me by surprise, man. And them boys got stories, too, from that pool party, man. We met some friends at the pool party. It was cool as hell. We met a dude. At the end, he was like, he from Atmore. And we like, oh, she went to Troy, Troy University with people who's uh, from Atmore and all that. So that pool party was dope as hell, man. Like, I'm mad that Charlotte left like that. Cause I was for sure, but I was like, man, I about to get another picture right now. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, shout to Charlotte with the cheetah print tattoos, man. She was cool as hell though. Her name was Tyler. So if anybody come upon her Instagram, man, she's easy to find. Her name is Tyler. And she has cheetah print tattoos. That's all I'm gonna say about that. But uh, that was cool. Um, Saturday went to another Playboy party. That was like on the rooftop. I really felt like. Something about to happen. I felt like that was like the Hunger Games or some shit like that. I was like, yo, we real did. Like, it was like the most Playboy party of the weekend. Like, the rest of them was Playboy parties, but it felt like just regular parties. But this one felt like a real Playboy party. You know what I'm saying? So, that was fun as well. But all in all, I enjoy Vegas, man. I'm definitely going back. I'm definitely going back. And that, like I said, that party pass is a cheat code. That's the ultimate cheat code, man. For anybody want to go to Vegas, Look it up, man. Vegas Party Pass. Get access to like five or six clubs, nightclubs, day clubs, pool parties, and all that. The only thing I will say to keep a head on the swivel with the three-hour time difference, you know what I'm saying? That was the thing that got us Saturday, that three-hour time difference because we waiting to go out at night. So I will say this, you know what I'm saying? Moving forward, that Saturday, looking back, the best thing we probably could have did was probably leave earlier. Like, leave at, like, 8, 9 and just parlay until the club. But that would have been a long-ass parlay, man, because you looking at the clock. You're like, yo, back at home, it's 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning. And up here, it's just, like, 9, 10, 11. It's like, damn, man. So, Saturday, that three-hour time difference definitely got the best of us. But Friday, compared, like, Friday and Sunday, hey, that Saturday was some good rest. And like I said, we did tour shit Saturday. So, you know what I'm saying, it really did work out for the best as well. But – I'm really excited, man. I was really excited. I was really happy about it. That Monday at the airport was hell. That plane ride back was hell. But all in all, I definitely enjoy Vegas, man. Now, to wrestling news, man, Friday. A lot of announcements were made. Most importantly, the announcement of Vince McMahon retiring as CEO chairman from WWE. And like I said months ago, man, I'm going to keep y'all up to date with everything going on with him. He had the $3 million hush money scandal going on. And now, I guess it's not the conclusion, but I guess it's cutting ties with the WWE because, like I said, that was a huge threat to the company. So I guess him saying, I'm going to detach myself from the company. So, the thing I built, my baby wouldn't suffer from it. I'm just attached. I'm gonna detach myself from it. So everything that happens is gonna fall on me. My boy Zoe had a great uh, theory about it as well. He felt like the networks probably got involved because that I talked about that about a month ago, and it's been kind of quiet since then. So Zoe was like, probably Fox, U, uh, USA Network, probably came involved saying, "Yo, 
you don't step down, we probably not gonna renew no contracts or something like that. So the news came out Friday. He announced his retirement. He tweeted at seventy seven. Time for me to retire. Thank you, WWE Universe. Then, now, together, forever. So we had that, and like I said, Friday in general, man, a lot of news broke. Like I said, Vince retired. His daughter Stephanie McMahon is taking place as the chairwoman and co-CEO, and Nick Khan is taking co-CEO uh, position as well. Nick Khan and Tony Khan over at AEW are not related, and that was news to me. I didn't think there was brothers or nothing. I figured they were like cousins or uncle, nephew, and when you see their picture, you think they're related. So just to get that out the way, Nick Khan and Tony Khan are not related, so it's not like one one brother is at AEW, the other brother is at WWE. They are not related at all. And Triple H is back. He's executive vice president of talent relations. So they got a lot to look forward to, man. Um, I was trying to find the, uh, the Vince quote that he put all together, if I could find that very, very quickly. So the quote says, as I approach 77 years old, I feel it's time for me to retire as chairman and CEO of WWE. Throughout the years, it's been a privilege Throughout the years, it's been a privilege to help WWE bring you joy, inspire you, thrill you, surprise you, and always entertain you. I would like to thank my family for mightily contributing to our success, and I would also like to thank all of our past and present superstars and employees for their dedication and passion for our brand. Most importantly, I would like to thank our fans for allowing us into your homes every week and bring you joy and bring your choice of entertainment. I hold the deepest appreciation and admiration for our generations of fans all over the world who have liked, currently liked, and sometimes love our form of sports entertainment. So, Vince McMahon, after many, many years, many, many decades as CEO, chairman of WWE, announced his retirement Friday. And I just want to say, man, first, scandal and all that aside, man, I do got to thank Vince. I got to thank Vince. Like I said, he's part of my childhood, my adulthood. Whether I like the uh, the product or I dislike the product at the time, man, still is a part of my. I know Mondays, Fridays, Thursdays, whenever they come on television, I know uh, I got something to watch. You know, so I got something to keep up with. And like I said, as I got older, it wasn't about wrestling. It was more about the behind the scenes, as we can see now with you know this news. It was more the behind the scenes stuff. I tell people all the time, yo, Hulu. Dark Side of the Ring, a YouTube documentaries. It's just that behind the scenes aspect got my mind flowing more than the actual product on TV. And the behind the scenes kind of affect the product on TV as we've seen this year in general. This year, this year is probably the craziest year in wrestling in terms of injuries, contracts, uh, retirements, injuries, all everything coming to play, man. So I gotta thank Vince for just holding me holding me down. Personally, you know what I'm saying, throughout the years, you know what I'm saying. People make fun of wrestling, saying it's fake. But at the same time, I'm like, y'all spend all the time on social media talking about movies that are fake, television shows that are fake, couples that are fake, relationship goals that are fake. <laughs> so why can I speak on wrestling that's not all the way fake? Like, you can't break your damn neck. You can't break your ankle. You can't, you can't get a concussion from it. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. But uh, my all... My uh, opinion about it in general, what I look forward to now, where does the company go? With SummerSlam this weekend, I was about to come and do a SummerSlam prediction, but now I really don't know. I don't even know who's wrestling now because they're saying 
when this news broke, they're saying Brock Lesnar left the building, but he came back Friday night. Uh, but I don't know where's the writing team's going to go from this, but I can say this. Y'all know this has been my thing when I talk about wrestling. The writers, they have no more excuses. The whole thing used to be, yo, we got great ideas. We got this. The chain of commands. Everybody likes it. Everybody likes it. Then when it gets to Vince, he disapproves it. Now, they don't have no more excuses. So the writers got to get to work. You know what I'm saying? The writers got to get to work. That's been my whole thing for I don't know how many years. So, interesting to see how that pans out. Of course, I was going to talk about it with the SummerSlam prediction, but I'm not going to do that. But with Cody Rhodes being hurt and everything, I wonder how they plan on bringing him back into the fold. And he may be out. He may be out for the rest of the year. You know what I'm saying? However many, however many more months he got left with his injury. But I'm interested to see how the writers, you know what I'm saying, how the writers do this. You know what I'm saying? Stephanie McMahon came out Friday. You know what I'm saying? Basically, you know what I'm saying, saying thank you and a new start to the company and all that. So it's it's going to be very, very weird, y'all. I understand, like, throughout the years, they had different people on television posing as general managers and all that. But Vince McMahon was always the last yes and the last no. So compared to our other decades' worth of wrestling product, it's going to look totally different now. You know what I'm saying? And – after 10 years of being a PG-rated show, now they're going back to TV-14. So it's, it's it's a new era. I don't know what they want to call this era, but it's, we had the Attitude Era. We had the Ruthless Aggression Era. We had the PG Era. And I guess it's the a new chapter. That's what I'm going to call it. It's, it's just a new chapter overall without Vince McMahon being in position. And what this means for AEW, Tony Khan is loving this. <laughs> Tony Khan is loving this right now, but it's still an even playing field. I think it's still room for everybody to eat. I'm interested to see what NXT does because they've been trying to gain momentum, but Vince McMahon kind of ruined that. You know what I'm saying? They had the black and gold label, but now they got this NXT 2.0, which I guess if you watch it, you like it, but I haven't really seen it. It's not like how it was with Adam Cole and uh, Tommaso Ciampa and all those guys was there at all. It's nothing like that no more, so... I'm interested to see how the product looks, man. We got, like I said, we got SummerSlam coming this weekend. I'll definitely be tuned in. A lot of wrestlers who Vince McMahon probably made promises to. Let's see how those promises uphold, mainly with Theory, Austin Theory. And that's another thing Vince McMahon did like a couple months ago. He he changed like people's names, like not in terms of changing their name, but he said he didn't like the first name, last name. Like that's one thing I loved. I'm like, yo, that gives them more of a a realistic vibe. You got Randy Orton, Matt Riddle, Austin Theory. He just cut their first and last name. He just used their last name. So hopefully they go back to first and last name. I think that was a great idea to have them more human form, not, like I said, the destroyer and all that. Like, just keep it realistic, you know what I'm saying, human name. So going forward, I'm definitely looking forward to the product. Going back to TV 14, I think they should slowly transition. It's a TV 14. They'll just come out and just start saying, fuck, fuck, bitch. They just, I think they're going to start – I think they're going to slowly transition into it. Like, you don't got to come out the first episode, just throw all type of cuss words out. Like, just – you know what I'm saying? Don't force it. Just slowly ease on into it, and then we can see by the product that, okay, it's TV 14 product. So, all in all, man, I got to thank Vince once again. He done an amazing job throughout the decades from the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, slowly to the 2020s, man. Sad to say he had to go out like this, though. I will say that I hate it had to be like this. 
My boy Price had texted me. He said, yo, I wish he would have been like at WrestleMania or something. Like kind of like how Triple H just did. Like he left his boots in the ring at WrestleMania. I wish Vince would have had a better retirement announcement. I hate it had to be with the scandal and all that. I wish it could have been at WrestleMania. You know what I'm saying? He start to show off. Yo, this is my last WrestleMania. Thank y'all for the support. I hate it had to end like this, but, I mean, when you do nasty things, man, nasty things come back to hunt you. You know what I'm saying? Sad to say. But all in all, I do got to thank Vince. He's a huge part of my upbringing, my adulthood. And now I'm looking forward to the new chapter. Stephanie McMahon, Nick Khan, Triple H at the hounds. It's a new chapter, man. New chapter in wrestling. (laughs) 